0: to have better sex this year? <laughs> well, if it is, or and even if it isn't, you need to check out my sponsor, Promescence Delay Spray. Promescence Delay Spray is the only delay spray that is clinically proven to help you last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. It's not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your partner. And for your partner, you need to get her some warming gel. That's my personal fave. I am always fully stocked up on it, and you should be too. Promescent also sells lube and condoms. They have sex toys. They got it all. And just for listening to my show, you're going to get 15% off your first order. That's 15% off your first order. All you have to do is go to Delay Spray com and use my discount code StrictlyAnon15. That's Delayspray.com. Use my code StrictlyAnon15 for 15% off your first order, or just go to the description, click on the link, and 15% will be automatically applied at checkout. Promescent backs up all their products with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and your package is going to arrive discreetly, so no one's going to know what the fuck you bought. Thanks, Promescent, for sponsoring this episode.
1: Welcome to the Strictly Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online.
0: Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real
1: people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand, you can't not do it. The temptation is just too much.
0: Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes.
1: Motto of the show, let your freak flag fly. Probably the
0: only good advice I'll ever give you is to re-hide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey everyone, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Strict Anonymous. I want to say welcome to 2022. But first, I also want to say thank you so much to all my listeners for tuning in, being so loyal to my show, all of 2021. It was a great year for my show. COVID locked me down. Okay, I was in the hot spot in New York City. (laughs) I had nothing else to do but work on my show. And I changed a lot of things up. I set up a Patreon I started doing more bonus episodes, which turned into two episodes a week. Um, and I have some new things coming out in 2022. I'm going to be doing a third episode. It's going to be called Fetish Fridays. It's either going to be one or two Fridays a month. You're going to get a fetish-specific episode on Fridays as well as your Sunday episodes and your Wednesday episodes. And then there'll be a Fetish Friday episode. I also have a new confessionals line. Now what that is, is anybody can call in and leave a number, uh, leave a message. It could be up to four minutes long. And if you need more than four minutes, you could call back and leave another message and I will edit them together. Everybody's voices will be changed. You could call me from a private number. I don't give a shit who you are. I just want to hear your story. And all you have to do is call 347- Four two zero three five seven nine. 420 3579 That Confessionals Anonymous Confessionals line is 347-420-3579. Leave a confession on there. I think what I'm going to do with those confessions is post them up on my Patreon or we'll, we'll do shorts with them. But right now I'm just gathering them. So if you want to confess something to me, call 347-420-3579 seven, nine. My Patreon is still up. I have three tiers. Go there. Patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, This year, last year was all about monetizing my show and building it. This year is all about just getting the word out and growing my audience like double and triple. So the best thing you could do for me, if you want to show your thanks, is just tell your friend about the show. Don't be embarrassed. You know tell your friend about the show or give me a shout out if you got a blue check mark or your celebrity and You're listening to my show. I know you're out there say something great about my show help Me out. It will really help the show. I love doing my show I've been doing it for eight years now and i'm going to continue to do it I love you all. I can't tell you how much I appreciate my listeners if you want to chime in on the episodes uh, I'm still on youtube. I love youtube as a platform for my show because I get to talk about the episodes with my listeners. Go to YouTube, subscribe to my channel there as well, Strictly Anonymous Podcast. So today I have on a white bull. Okay, I've had on some black bulls. I have on a white bull today. He uh, has been doing it for a long time. He's been sleeping with couples for 14 years and he really likes being a bull, which is different than like my swinger couples or my cuck couples guys you know he's the opposite end of it right he's the guy that the couple calls in so the cuck could watch him fuck the wife and he loves being that dominant guy that's taking the other guy's wife that's what he's into his favorite scenario he talks about it is is when he has a very true cuck who really wants him to talk all about how he's taken his wife okay (laughs) that's what it's about um this started when he was younger kind of by accident Uh, But it progressed into like a thing that he's just been doing, like I said, for the past 14 years. He's totally involved in the lifestyle. He's been with many, many couples. We talk about how it started, how where he went to meet couples after to keep it going, what he looks for, the lessons he learned and the things he wasn't into, you know, he's been there, done that. And he learned a lot from his experiences, what kind of rules and boundaries he has, I ask him his worst situation or experience, his best situation. <laughs> he also talks about where, like I, th- I think I think he said where he meets uh, his people and where he advertises himself as a bull. He gives a shout out if you want to hire him or I don't know what it's called, you know, get him in on your couple action or hire, you know, get him to come in and bang your wife. <laughs> He's a professional. I call him a professional. So anyway, I'm going to be... Right back on with Chris. This is the
1: Strictly Anonymous podcast. Podcast,
0: podcast, podcast. Uh, Hey, Chris, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you this morning?
2: Hey, excellent. How are you?
0: Good. So, Chris, you claim to be a white bull, right? Is that your deal? You're a white bull? yes what does that mean because i've had like does that mean because i think that sometimes it's a little confusing right because like a cuck would a cuck be a white bull or like or what's the white bull Though you're like the third person that goes into a couple situation and screws them is that the deal
2: yes i mean not, not them it's the, just mainly the wife
0: right so i'm a lot of times talking to the cuck and I've had a couple yes. black bulls on, and those are like very highly downloaded, but you're a white bull. So, how did you become a white bull?
2: Um, Yeah, I guess it's I kind of uh, fell into it or was a, a approached into it or whatever else. Um, yeah. Tell your story. I, uh, so when I was 21, I went to a strip club with some friends uh, for, I don't know, just like a fun night out, or whatever. Mm hmm and it happened to be i guess like some type of amateur night or couples night or whatever there and so there was a lot of uh couples husbands and wives there mm-hmm. and towards the end of the night like you know we had a good time whatever else we didn't really talk to any of the couples and then towards the end of the night uh, a couple of my friends went to the bathroom i was kind of waiting and this guy approached me and said oh you know my wife thinks you're very good looking do you have any interest in couples? And I had no idea what he was talking about. Like, I I thought he actually meant like a a double date with like a couple or something. I (laughs) was totally naive to the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: And, um, then he kind of explained it to me and, you know, I had a couple of drinks at that point and I was like, yeah, yeah, what the hell? And so that was like the first introduction I had to it. And ever since then, it's just been something that I guess like just triggered me and like, it was just an awesome lifestyle.
0: Yeah, but don't just go to there. Like, so tell me, walk me through that scenario. So did you go home with that couple?
2: Yeah, so that night, like I said, um, you know, they approached me, had a couple of drinks. I had no idea what it was. And I went home with that couple that night. Um, and that specific couple, um, the husband um, wasn't necessarily a cuck. Um, he was more of a, I guess it's called a stag vixen. Mm-hmm. So he liked to join in nothing, you know, bisexual, but he'd like to join in. So we would both, you know, um, double team his wife or we would um, just all play together, basically. But me and him would be involved together.
0: Right. OK. And now did you see them on a regular basis after that or was it was it a one and done situation?
2: No, it was actually a one-and-done situation, but that that was, like, the gateway coupled into <laughs> my, the life of this uh, and what it blossomed into. And that was, like I said, about 14-ish years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once, you know, that night came and went, I found myself, like, eagerly looking for the next couple. And, you know, way back then, it didn't have all this, you know these apps and Reddit and everything else, it was honestly more of like you'd go out to these swinger clubs or strip clubs or, um, you know, Craigslist a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how I initially, you know, started to get consistent couples. And I I have to admit, like I was very, I was not very picky in the beginning. Let's put it that way. Um, (laughs) You were more into
0: the scenario. It wasn't, you weren't so fixated on The people you just, the scenario was hot to you. You take what you could get.
2: Yes. And I think I was so eager to have more experience with it. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, I guess, you know, in a sports term, like practice kind Mm -hmm. of basically that I wasn't necessarily filtering out like, you know, personality and, you know, other things that now I have to have in order to. You know, be involved with a couple like I, I need to have a more of a connection I would say now than when I initially started.
0: Let me ask you this because I'm gonna I'm interested in how that progressed, you know, and I want you to tell the whole story and you know t- pick up from when you know after this couple the the next couple. But
2: how old sure.
0: were you when this all started when you say fourteen years ago, how old were you at that time?
2: Uh, I think I was about twenty one
0: and now were you in a relationship or were you a single guy?
2: At that point, I was single. Okay,
0: cool. All right, so you meet that couple. You're like, oh my god, I need to meet another one. You don't care wh- who or what they look like or anything like that. Like, how do you meet the next couple and what goes? Well, down? it
2: wasn't so much like, no. I mean, looks were definitely important. I wasn't that. That wasn't necessarily a part of you know when I was um, letting anybody in. It was more about like the personality, the right? And yes. like, yeah, and mm-hmm. like, I, I, I didn't filter their like. Relationship or marriage necessarily as good as I should have.
0: Right. Interesting. And, okay. But you learned, I guess, over the over time. That yeah. Well. Yes.
2: I, I. Yes. I made. I made mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and learned. You know, like, you know, one of those is to make sure that both people know. Um. You know, because I had an instance where I was talking to the wife, and she said, "Yeah, yeah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool." Um, I never really talked to the husband or or anything and and yeah come to find out you know the husband didn't know and and wasn't cool with it Um, you know so then (laughs) she was
0: cheating and she she pretended that she wasn't yeah but let's get back to the second couple you go where do you start because it's like 14 years ago like you said there's no apps there's no online stuff like there is but there was there's a couple things there's Craigslist how did you go about meeting the second couple?
2: Yeah, so after the initial couple, um, I would probably say it was a couple months before I, you know, found the next one because I wasn't really sure where to look or how to do it or, yeah. how, you know, I was I was the one getting approached. Like, I wasn't doing the approaching. So that was, like, a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so um, initially I was going out, like, to strip clubs and, like, these amateur nights and I was going to these, I mean, I guess you can call them, I don't know if they're, I guess they're sex clubs. Um, you know, it was basically like a, a, a regular club, but they had like a couple nights there. Um, you know, and they have them all over, you know, depending on where you are, um, you kind of have to look for them. And so then I w- started to go to those places. And mm-hmm. that was, you know, much easier to meet them. You're face-to-face with them in person, which was great. Um, there's, a, there's There was a lot of people there, um, you know, but I did find over the years that, you know, the selection isn't always as good as, you know, there is now because you can filter out so many different things now Yeah. you you couldn't really then. So my second couple was about three months after my first one. Um, I went to a, it was just a regular club, but that night it was couples night or they have like a swingers night basically. And so I went there and usually at these clubs, you know, the, the couples have to pay to get in, but it's much cheaper. And then if you're a single male, the prices, you know, like much higher than if you were yeah, a single yeah, female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that say,
0: before. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, yeah, so I did that. I went there, paid, went in, and you know, just kind of felt everything out. And after that initial couple, I, I felt like naturally, like to be the uh, aggressor. Uh, I felt like when I walked in, I just felt like so confident in uh, approaching these couples now, and that's where I think the bull mentality came out more and like, you know, my personality is very like outgoing and, you know, charismatic and like, I'm, I'm more, you know, dominant. Uh Um, but in that initial situation with that couple, like I w I wasn't because I was so new to it. I I didn't know it was even a thing. And then once I did, I kind of flipped back to, um, you know, my actual personality, which is more like a dominant, um, you know, bull type. And so I approached a couple in there that I saw, you know, talk to them. They, um, they were actually, um, a first time couple swinger. So they had never been with another one before. And, you know, talking to them, we had drinks, you know, connected, you know, they were, you know, nervous, you know, which I can understand. And basically it got to the point where we all connected. We went home. Now this one, he was more of a cuck. So he, we put him in the corner, basically, of the room while we played, and, you know, this couple, she'd like to talk to him while we were together and, you know, tell him how everything felt and, and you know, all that kind of stuff, and so that one really, I think, unleashed the, my inner, you know, bull. Like, that really, like, got me going, all that.
0: Because you know that. Her, that guy or, or and her like they're talking specifically about you and right she's talking about you and what you're doing to her and how hot it is and yes and that's turning you on as well like uh, in that that's where you realize you really like being a bull
2: yeah yeah that was kind of like the aha moment i think for me where like i found my my perfect role in, in yeah. you know the lifestyle and um and then you know, it just started to escalate from there. So there was, you know, more and more couples more quickly. Um, like I said in the beginning, um, there was a couple hiccups. Uh, like I said, one of the couples, I spoke to the wife through Craigslist before I spoke to the husband, not realizing that she didn't tell him, and then... Um, you know, that kind of turned out to a situation. So that was definitely like a learning thing for me. Yeah, but tell me
0: that specific situation. How did the, how did the husband then find out? I don't understand. Like if she says, oh, I'm going to fuck you with my husband. And then, you know, or was she like. Well, no,
2: so, all right. So this one, we went through Craigslist, we talked, we, we met out for like a coffee and seemed cool. She wasn't nervous. She seemed experienced. it was great. She had told me that the husband didn't like to be involved and, um, he'd only like to get pictures and videos sent to him. Yeah. And so I said, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, I yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And so we, you know, hooked up, we took some videos and pictures, um, a couple of weeks went by, we got together again. And I think in, 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 you know, actually he was actually ended up being very cool, but basically I think there was like some history there, obviously that I didn't know about. And he had his suspicion. So he actually had followed her. so on our second meeting we're there and then he comes in and like he was obviously you know very very pissed and he ended up calming down and I I just said you know listen I I didn't know like if I did it's not my thing to take a wife home that's cheating like that's totally right and he he was actually understanding and he was like listen we've had some history and I knew something was going on he's like, listen, I I don't blame you. You didn't know whatever else he actually ended up being very cool. But that was like another moment where I was like, this isn't, I don't want this part of it. Like, this is something that, that was like, not for me. And so I made sure that I, I at least, even if the husband doesn't want to be there or doesn't want any involvement, I at least need like a phone call from him or a, um, I'll meet out, like you know, for a coffee or something, just to confirm. Um, that's because I don't want to be in a situation that. like
0: that, yeah, yeah, that's smart that you do that ahead of time, you know, that and that's cool too. Good news, Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So, if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too Four two zero three five seven nine. You could call that number twenty four seven. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description.
2: Yeah, no, and and it makes it a lot easier, you know. Like I said, filtering out the other, you know, situations where like. If anybody's getting into the lifestyle as a couple to try to save their marriage, like that's not what's <laughs> there for. Like, no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or if they're looking for a release without their partner knowing, like that's not what it's there for. Right. Um, it's there for those strong couples who you know want to spice things up, but have good communication and have talked about it and set some type of rules. And those are the ones that are successful within the lifestyle.
0: Yeah, but it also seems like you did the same thing, even though you're a solo person, you know, you learned as you went and set up rules and boundaries also for yourself that work so that you could be successful in the lifestyle in your role.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I had to. I mean, like I said, I, obviously, I didn't know about it. I was naive. Yeah. I made my mistakes along the way, um, you know, but after a while, you, you kind of figure out, you know, where you fit in and what you need to do for yourself and, you know, it, as a single male, people think, oh, like, there's no worries and no problems. It's just, like You just go out and, just, you know, fuck all these wives and it's like no big deal. But it's like there's a little bit more to it than that.
0: Yeah, that's what I that's what I find interesting about talking to you. And we're only like 13 minutes into it, that you do have that angle, you know, um, and you take it seriously and you do. And you have created, like I said, rules and boundaries where I don't think that I've heard that a lot before
2: yeah, I think it's, everybody's different. Like, yeah. you know, some people are, you know, they don't, they just want to go have fun and like whatever happens, happens. And yeah. I think I probably was like that in the beginning. And then, you know, you either get that like moment where you're like, oh, I can make this even better if I do some things. And some people get that moment, some people they don't. and Or some people don't even stay in the lifestyle long enough to realize.
0: Exactly. You're a professional. You know? You've been doing this for 14 years.
2: Yeah, about 14 years. I, I don't know if I'm a professional. I feel like it's like, a, it's, it sounds like a job. It's not a job, like, yeah. you know. Um, but it is just, a lifestyle. It is definitely a lifestyle, yeah. So I think yeah.
0: that that's like, you know, more than just a thing that you kind of do on the side. You know, when it is a lifestyle, it, it, you know, to say professional, it's like in quotes, it's like you really, you live it, you breathe it, you know, you're a professional, you're doing this for a long time. That's, I think, what that word is i mean yeah yeah
2: i guess when i think of professional i think of like a (laughs) gigolo or something like you know what i mean like yeah yeah i got it yeah
0: that's not what i mean
2: yeah no i know what you mean but so yeah it's it's um it's come a long way you know i've definitely i've had some like awesome you know awesome great couples you know specifically one um it was an older guy who was married to like a younger wife at the time um they obviously had a great, you know, situation going on, you know, financially they were stable. Um, and she was actually probably like a two hour flight from me and, you know, we connected through, uh, I think it was Reddit or, or FetLife or somewhere, you know, one of those sites. And, um, they actually flew me out one time, you know, for a meet and we spent the weekend together. It was great. And then, he would fly her out to where I am to like spend long weekends and whatever else. And, you know, he was like, just happy about it. I think he was just like an older guy and they had a good relationship and, you know, I don't know if he couldn't, you know, keep up with her anymore or, you know, whatever it was, but like, He was just as excited about it as she was.
0: Listen, have you listened to my podcast? I mean, this is, and I said this before, I mean, one of the most interesting things to me about doing my show is I just learn so much and there's certain fetishes that I never knew existed before I did my show. And I've always said, like, I have a lot of guy friends and my guy friends are super open with me because I'm very non judgmental about sex. So they always have been all their lives telling me things, you know, so I felt like I always kind of knew what guys were into, but... Uh-uh, okay, none of my guy friends ever told me I want to see my girlfriend fuck another guy And I have to say that's one of the most interesting things about my show is I when I started to do it I had so many guys that started to call in in the beginning and talk about this and i'm like What are you talking about? and i'd go back to my guy friends and be like I had a guy on like are you into this? And they'd be like no, I would never you know, but I have to say those are very highly downloaded episodes so there are a lot of guys out there I'm not saying it's the majority of guys, right? But there are a lot of guys out there that are definitely into their girl being with another guy for a whole different variety of reasons. You know, I've heard them all. Everyone has a different take on what it is about it that turns them on. But, you know, that older guy, I think, you know, he was into it like a lot of the other guys were. Like, that was his thing.
2: Yeah, like you said, like, I I would almost say, not every couple, but... There was almost like a different kink with every every other couple, yeah. every three couples that I, you know, was with, where it was like, like I said, one just wanted to sit in the room and watch. Yeah. And then one didn't want to be involved at all, just wanted videos and pictures. Yeah. And, you know, one wanted to, um, you know, participate and join. Um, uh, you know, another wanted to be in the room and like, you know, degraded it and talked down to and, you know, there was like one of them, the husband was directing us what to do. And another one, the wife was telling the husband what to do. And like, so there's so many little things that make like every couple kind of different.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, And I I think I love to like explore that and, 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 uh, you know, find out like what their kink is. Like, that's one of the things that like always brings me back, like to find the next couple. And it was almost like a good meal to me. Like, when you get that good piece of steak, you walk to the restaurant and then you're looking for the next restaurant that has that really good steak Yeah, or like whatever seasoning that you, or whatever else it was like, it just spiraled. Like, you well, know, it's a little then, bit like
0: chasing the dragon. No, it's like any good thing. If you get something, you want more. And then you're always looking for the next best thing. And like, how do you top
2: it? Yeah. And just like different experiences. Like, you know, I had one couple, which was great, you know, for whatever reason they only like to do stuff in the car so they like the husband to drive and they had a kind of big suv they like the husband to drive and me and the wife to play in the back and that was the only time when i was with that couple that we ever did anything was in a moving vehicle yeah that's funny you know, so it's like that little thing, like, you know, they didn't like the hotel, they didn't like to go back to their place, they didn't like to go back to my, like, no, it was, he liked to drive, and they had like a little dash with the, you know, phone on it and camera, and we would be in the back with, the, I'd be the back with the wife, you know, for, that, for whatever reason, that was their, you know, automobile kink or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, that was like uh, their hot fantasy. Yes, now, what did you do? Fuck her in the back? Are you guys sitting up? Are you laying down? You know, is he watching in his rearview mirror? Is he talking?
2: Yeah. So the, the first time we did a couple times, the first time there was no camera. He just drove and he watched in the mirror um, while we had sex in the back. You know, she, you know, blew me and rode me and, you know, all that stuff. And then a couple weeks later, we got together again. And this time he brought his camera and he had it, you know, on his dash and videoed us in the back playing. Um and he so he'd like to do that and then he would send me, you know, the video, basically. Um, and that was their thing. They like to play in the car and then they like to share the video with their bull. Um and so like the 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 you know the funny part is like you, you think of bull and all I'm at, you think of like this this oh this dude with this huge dick is gonna come fuck my wife. And like for most couples it's not like a size thing it's more of the erotic piece of having another guy come have sex with your wife yeah so you know what i mean like it's not like oh every bull has this like massive dick that's so much bigger like i don't get me wrong i think i have a above average size you know but i'm not bringing like a you know, 12 inches to the table.
0: Right. But sometimes there, I mean, and like we both said before, it's never going to be across the board. Every single scenario is like the guy wants this, the same thing, but there are a lot of guys and it's all relative, right? Dick size is relative. So I do think if you're a little bit above average, what's what's important to a lot of cocks is that they do see a bigger dick over there so you know yeah so
2: yeah right? exactly yeah, yeah. like the, the cuck couples for the most part you know so like i'm i'm like eight inches yeah so like i said a little bit i think above average i guess
0: yes for sure
2: um so for the cuck like they love that piece of it but like for a couple who's like a stag and vixen
0: yeah doesn't matter
2: doesn't matter to them really yeah. like yeah they, they don't want like a micro penis but like you know It doesn't matter as much. It's more about
0: her her being another
2: guy and everything else. Like, so it's, it's also based upon the couple, like, you know, and, and then don't get me wrong. There's some, there's some wives that like, you know, just to be with black guys. And there's some wives that just like, um, you know, huge penises, like huge. So every couple kind of has a different, you know, size requirement, I guess, depending on what kind of couple they are.
0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I totally believe in therapy. I've been in therapy at many different times in my life, and I'm always pitching it to people on the show. The hardest thing to me about therapy is finding the right therapist, but BetterHelp makes that super easy. All you got to do is fill out a questionnaire, BetterHelp's going to assess your needs, and then they're going to match you with a licensed professional therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is so committed to giving you great therapy that they make it not only super easy, but also free to change therapists if you need to. Also, since it's all done online, professional therapists are available worldwide. So wherever you're listening to my show, you could find a therapist. You could set up your sessions as video chats, or if you don't want them to see you, you can do it via the phone. BetterHelp therapy is more affordable than traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is available if you need it. Want someone to talk to? Join BetterHelp Now. And today, just for listening to this podcast, you're going to get 10% off your first month. All you have to do is go to betterhelp.com slash strictly. That's betterhelp.com help, slash strictly for 10% off your first month. Thanks, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode. Now, you're cool with, I mean, because that guy was videotaping you in the backseat. You're cool yeah. with being on videotapes because you said a lot of husbands want that and stuff. Do you ever worry that anything gets out there? Are you, have you been in relationships? Are you married? Have you been doing this on the side, on the down low?
2: Uh, so, No, not married. Um, I've had plenty of different girlfriends uh, that I've tried to introduce into the lifestyle that has not gone well. I haven't found <laughs> no. any. But once again, like, I don't want my girl to have sex with somebody else. So, like, it's hard to have a relationship necessarily when you're bringing them in knowing that, you know, I'm a bull. I don't want her to be with somebody else.
0: But you want to be with somebody else. Yes. So you've tried to, so you've gone to some girlfriends and said, hey, listen, you know, I'm in the lifestyle. I fuck like I, I i hook up with couples and i fuck the wives and i want to continue doing that while we're together but i don't want you to fuck other guys yes yeah that's a tough and style. i get
2: it i like i get it like it's not you need a
0: cock queen
2: yes yeah yeah uh, so I, I i get it and you know they haven't you know been in interested in it which is totally understandable but i feel like i had to be upfront with them and like you know i don't want to be you know that kind of guy so
0: no listen hey, listen to me okay it is totally fine that that's exactly what you want because a cuck queen would be perfect for you and it's no different than because a lot of times when I have hot wives on or women that fuck other guys for their cuck husbands that people will say that I will get a lot of comments like oh you know she could go fuck other guys but he's not fucking other girls I'm like across the board 100% of the time I'll tell you this the guy doesn't want to fuck somebody else that cuck doesn't give a shit about fucking other women he wants his thing is seeing her, his wife with other guys like that's not, yes. not like he's saying to the girl please let me and she's saying no it's not an unfair situation it's exactly what that couple wants so I don't think it's unfair it's just a matter of finding the right person that that works and there, you know the cuck queen would be the perfect partner for you because she would say if someone would say oh it's not fair you're not letting her fuck other people she's probably doesn't want to fuck other guys she wants to see you with other women and that's fine
2: yeah yeah well so i haven't found that right yeah i guess so yeah um as far as the video goes like you mentioned um so uh, you know when we when we they do take videos i do require them to obviously blur my face out or try not to get my face in at all yeah also like any type of you know birthmarks or tattoos or anything um to be like kind of blurred out so that there's no like you How know. Do you trust their
0: like? you trust their editing capabilities i mean it's like
2: <laughs> most um, people don't know how to the, blur
0: out a face.
2: Uh, well, so I'll tell you, like for the most part, like yeah. the, these guys, like kind of know what they're doing, especially ones oh, that really? are experienced. Like they, yeah, they kind of do. Like they're, they're pretty good. And even if they don't, like I have stuff that I use too, and like, I can kind of help them.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
2: So you know, it is working out. I haven't had any issues. But what I will say is, like my family um, is super religious. So like. I obviously would never want it to get out, you know, because my family would probably disown me. Like that's like they're like oddly too much religious. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's definitely you know a piece there that is is worrisome, and there has to be like you know a mutual trust between a couple and a bull, and you know everything else. That but you it don't sounds want.
0: like you know I don't know. Could you count how many couples you've been with, or can you not?
2: Um. I can give you probably a roundabout. Yeah, I know. In the beginning, it was obviously a lot more because I was trying to get into it, and then as the years went on, they were spread out more. And like honestly, I I like a, I like a couple, and I like to be consistent with them for a while. Yeah, you know, I don't like to really jump from couple to couple. Where like in the beginning, I was trying to get my feet wet as much as possible, so I was jumping from couple to couple to couple. I feel like now, I like to find a good like solid couple to spend time with you know for long periods of time to get to know them to you know whatever else it's more of a connection it makes the sex better it makes fulfilling fantasies better um so i would say i probably you know over the 14 year period i don't know probably around like 30 or 40 couples
0: yeah okay now when you were in relationships with these girls and they were like no i'm not interested in you and being with other couples did you go behind their back and still do it or did you put a hold on
2: it no, so I, I, if I was in a relationship, I wasn't doing any type of bull stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't do it. Like, I'm, I'm pretty loyal. You
0: yeah, know. I could tell by your other stories that, like, even because you were cool with the guy, like, you would never want to be that person to the guy, I would assume that, you know, you're, you're that way. I mean, most people I think treat other people the way that they would want to be treated, you know? So yeah. the fact that you were very empathetic to the man who caught his girl cheating, I feel like you would be the type to not be the cheater as well. Right. I mean, yeah, that's no, what I, would, I, yeah.
2: I, I kind of put myself in their shoes. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. First of all, I wouldn't want my wife being fucked by somebody else, but that's, you know, whatever that's their kink. Yeah. But as far as, like the trust piece and whatever else, like, yeah, I wouldn't want mine or finding out that way or, you know, whatever else. And like, there's definitely ones out there that don't care and, you know, wives or bulls or, or, you know, whatever. And that's, that's cool. Like that's, if it works for them, that's, it works for them. It just, I just feel like I have to have in this lifestyle, I have to have some type of morality or rules or things can like kind of spiral out of control.
0: Yeah, and I think that each person makes up those rules for themselves, right? You have your own morals and values, but you stand by them. Um, Now, you said that you've had so many different scenarios because you've been doing this for so long. What is your favorite top-of-the-mountain hottest bull experience for you that you prefer since you've basically probably had the most of them?
2: I think, um, well, I think, first of all, a a, cuck couple for me, I think, is like my peak. yeah. Like, those are my favorite, like, you know, obviously I I partake in the other ones, but I think the cuck ones are the, are the best for me because I like to dominate a wife in in front of their husband or, you know, whatever, with pictures or videos to send to the husband. Yeah. You know, that, that domination piece, that, uh, control piece, um, of that kind of relationship for me is the best. So I would say my, my favorite cuck couple was actually a, a couple in New York I met out and we—I actually was at a bar. Yeah. And um, they were—they were at the bar. I happened to sit next to them and eat. We started talking, whatever else. And come to find out that night at this bar, or whatever was lucky for me was like swingers night.
0: Oh my god! You're always at these places that it turns out you're like in a swingers environment. And you don't even know. Well, it. don't get me wrong. <laughs> like
2: I do—I do my research to, oh, try to okay. figure out, yeah, you know, kind of where to go to, you know, cross lines. Okay. Here. So, and uh, you know, we talked, whatever else. Had a great time. And this couple specifically loved to be out in public with me. Mm-hmm. So the husband, the wife, like we, we went out to dinner. He liked for me to, you know, publicly flirt and, you know, kind of touch his wife while we were all out. Um. So, so at dinner, you know, uh, we were all sitting there and I would have my hand on the table, you know, up her dress, you know, playing with her. We snuck off into the bathroom while the food came out and hooked up in the bathroom. We came back, sat down, ate. He paid. We all (laughs) went back to the hotel room and played there again. He sat in the corner. And so this was, I was there for a couple of weeks actually for, for work and they were there as well. So we met probably four or five times over, I don't know, a two week span. Wow. And they just love the public piece of it, which I'm not necessarily like a huge fan of because like, I don't want to be recognized over, but I was somewhere different. Like I, I wasn't where I lived. Yeah. So, so that, that anxiety was gone for me. Yeah. And so they weren't from there either. So I think it was gone for them as well. And so that was probably my best, you know, cu- couple where we could go out and couple, uh, we could go out in public and, I could flirt and play with the wife and like, you know, she was all over me and I was all over her. And, you know, we went out one night to a, um, a club and I went out on the dance floor and, you know, she was like, you know, dancing all over me while he was sitting there watching and she was looking over at him. There was just so many moments that I don't usually get to get because I don't really like to go out publicly around where I am. Yeah, You know, obviously for, you know, privacy reasons, And most couples are the same. Like if they're playing in an area where they are, they usually don't like to go publicly
0: Of course, yeah.
2: So that was my best couple I think I've had um, over over the years. And it only unfortunately lasted for like a two, three week span.
0: Right, because you were both displaced for just that time.
2: Yes, Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm trying to think of any other crazy kind of, I mean, the guy flying me out was a was a pretty cool one as well. And, and I want to ask you real out.
0: quick, and then I want to get to some specific stories. You know, tell some like good good ones, and maybe the one bad sure. one. I always like a, a a story gone wrong story, but like the good ones, <laughs> my, my audience likes the good hot ones. But did you have now? Have you ever hooked up with a guy? Because I know that there's got to be some of these couples where the guy brings up that he's interested in guys now.
2: So yes, and I I haven't. I'm not bisexual or nothing against. You
0: know, of course, it's just not your figured uh, not into it's it. It's yeah. just not my thing. I don't. Yeah,
2: I don't. I don't get off on it. Um, but I I definitely have a situation, you know, or multiple situations where it has, you know, come up or or they've tried or whatever else. That would probably lead me into my worst story. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, so my worst one is a couple in the beginning, you know i was i was um on craigslist trying to meet a couple this guy was on there so i was talking back and forth he sent pictures and everything else it was great i want to i always schedule a public meet like i like to meet out in public at least like for a coffee like nothing sexual just a meet and greet kind of thing yeah and he agreed great we set up a time i went out there uh, met with him we sat down we had a coffee it was just me and him it was great now he had mentioned Oh, my wife should be here in a little bit. She's just coming from work. I said, "All right, cool. Yeah, we can chat until she gets here, and you know, figure things out." Great. So we talked. Whatever else, had a couple drinks, and then like an hour went by, and like she hadn't come, and I'm like, "Oh, you know, what's going on?" She's running late, and he's like, "Yeah, she's just running late. She'll be here from work in a little bit." And so a couple more drinks, another half hour goes by, nothing. So then I started to feel like, okay i think i've been like duped here a little bit oh no so i said listen dude like what's the deal because like it's an hour and a half like i get it like things come up it just doesn't seem feel right here and you know he he put his his hand like on my leg and he's like well i just really wanted to get you here because i don't have a wife but i'm looking for a guy
0: oh god
2: and i was like uh yeah, I was like, listen, you're wasting my time. First of all, yeah, and also if you're if you're gonna go about doing it, this is the wrong way to do it. Like, th- there's this is not the right way to do it. So right. like, you're you're saying that you're something else, but then you, when you show up, you're not that.
1: Yeah, like that's not a switch. good way to
2: start this whole thing out. Right. And so we exchanged some words, you know, obviously at the bar, and that was definitely my worst one where I was like a little bit like taken back, like. Another one of those moments where, like, wow, I was a little bit too naive in this whole, you know, situation and lifestyle.
0: Yeah. But that was only one time that that happened? Because I'm sure that other couples put it out there, but they well, yeah, do so it that, the right way, where they put it out there in the beginning, which is, right?
2: Yeah, that particular instant or scenario only happened one time. But there's been other ones where, you know, you know for example, they say they're, you know, a stag-vixen couple, and then the husband wants to double-team the wife. And then you know, during sex or whatever, you sometimes I've I've come across where like the guys are, they they would say it's incidental contact, but like when it happens seven or eight times, it it's a little more than incidental. Yeah. And so I gotta, you know, there's been a, a, I'm sorry, hey, three or four times where there's been like a hand or whatever else, like trying to touch me. And like, I have to say, like, listen, I'm not bisexual. Whatever else, yeah. And for the most part, they're like, cool. They're like, fine. and just, you know, I'm just, I was just feeling out the situation. Like, you know, whatever. I got it. Sex can be sometimes awkward and whatever else. But if it's too much, then that's when I start getting like a red flag. Like, this is what they're actually looking for. They just don't want to tell me. Yeah. And so th- those those type of situations, I don't. I don't stick around for. Um, I don't. They're not a, a couple that I would, you know, revisit.
0: Now, when it comes to sex, like, what are the things that you prefer? Like, do, do you have particulars? Like, do you have a particular type when it comes to women? Do you have something that you really like to do? Are you, you know, very oral? Do you like to, to anal? Like, I mean, are you up for everything? <laughs>
2: I don't I don't necessarily have a type. I do, you know, I'm definitely an ass guy. Like I like a nice ass. Yeah. I like um, I like a confident woman outside of the bedroom that likes to be submissive inside. Uh-huh. So, you know, a lot of, you know, you know, executive women or just women in general in their lifestyle that are very probably more, you know, dominant or whatever else, but then come in the bedroom, they like to be submissive yeah that's typical those ones that's I,
0: more typical right that it's, yeah it, yeah those switch. ones yeah. I
2: connect with the most I think I like that because I like to be in control and like that kind of stuff yeah and so you know but as far as sex like uh, you know I love I just love sex in general I like like a, a kind of no holds bar yeah fantasy sweaty you know just just fun time like I'm pretty much down for you know whatever almost anything yeah and I've, you know, probably tried, I don't want to say everything once, but I've tried a lot of things, obviously once, like, you know, I love anal play. I love, you know, facials. I like the women, you know, on their knees and in, in front of me, looking up at me while they blow me. You know, one of my favorite positions is when I, I pick a hot wife up and her, her legs are over my forearms and her arms are over my shoulders. Right. And I'm, you know, fucking her standing up. Um... You know, that one for me is definitely, you know, one of my favorites. Obviously, Doggy. But, like, the thing is, like, you know, Doggy's, everybody does Doggy, or everybody does whatever. It's more about, like, the scenario you're in that exemplifies the experience. Yes. Like, because, you know, Doggy in your bed is different than, you know, Doggy at a, on a hotel balcony. right. You know, you know, picking up a girl and fucking her in a hotel room is different than you know picking up her and fucking her like I don't know in a park or something. Yeah, like so, you know, it's not so much the positions; it's more about the environment that you're in, the the setting that you have. Um, you know, that erotic piece I think for me uh, is a huge, huge part of it.
0: Yeah, I think that's why I think some people do like car sex. I mean, I know, like, I mean, I haven't had sex in a car in so long, but when I was younger, like, that's where that would be, like, where you did it. And the thing about the car sex, I think that could be fun is you got, you know, you have to do all kinds of weird positions sometimes, you know, <laughs> because you're in a car and that just could, like, add to it, right? Stuff that, you know, in the bed, you're so free and, like, anything goes, so it's like whatever, whereas in the car, you have to be more yep. creative, but there's something about being denied certain things that force you into other things that make it hot.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even, like, you know, having sex with a wife and, you know, coming inside of her or on her or whatever else, and then she goes take a shower, or you have sex with a wife and, you know, she wants to keep the come on her to go home, or she wants to keep the come in her to right. go home. mm-hmm. You know, so it's really like that type of, you know, piece of it that is is great. I think for me, or what gets me going, is the different scenarios and environments and um, erotic pieces that go along with every different couple and every different situation. And, and because you know, put yourself in issues. they're trying to spice things up, so they yeah. don't want to come and have you know missionary sex and. You know, a bed with the covers tucked in tight. Like, that's not, you know what I mean? Like, you can do that at home. Yeah. So, you know, they want to fulfill theirs. They want to make it worth it. And, and I want to make it worth it for them as well as me.
0: Yeah. Now, you mentioned come on her face or come inside her. She takes a shower. So, if there's no condoms being used, is there any sort of protection going in? Like, do you guys, or, or is it just a trust thing?
2: No. So, like, um, um, like I said, different now than I was in the beginning, obviously. But now, if they want to go bareback, I, I have no problem. I will supply a test to yeah. them. I just require them to have a test for me.
0: Right, correct. Okay, cool. So you get that up front. Like that's all. Yes.
2: Yeah, I won't do it without one.
0: Now, how do people find you now? And how do you find couples? I mean, are you on all the apps?
2: Did... You know what's funny? Like, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm young, but I'm not old either. But I'm kind of old school in the where I like, like the initial face-to-face meet like at yeah. a bar or a club or whatever else. that that i don't know, natural organic meat like that is like awesome for me unfortunately now with like everything going on and just social media in general like that's kind of a piece of sticking out of it yeah most people are meeting on apps whatever else i actually i'm on reddit and i'm on Life. that's it oh okay um I used to use Craigslist obviously but I don't think that's like a thing anymore. No. So not at, it those are really the three. Um Reddit is actually really good. I like Reddit and I never and would I like think
0: Spellman. of Reddit as a place to meet people. It is.
2: It's huge. Oh, really? It's huge. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's where like I've actually met I would say now nowadays I've met probably I would say seven out of 10 couples there.
0: Interesting. So now if there's a guy listen I think you know If there's a guy listening out there that wants to be in your position and he's thinking, wow, this guy's so lucky, you know, he gets to go out and like fuck other guys' wives because there's probably a lot of guys that have a king to be a bull, just like, you know, guys are interested in being a cuck. What would your advice be? Like if you go on Reddit, how do you advertise yourself that way? How do you – because I wouldn't even know that Reddit is a place. Like I've gone to Reddit to find out information about things but never – You know, use it like a Google search, but I've never known it to be a place where you could hook up. So how would someone go about putting themselves out there in the way that you do in meeting women? Can you give guys advice?
2: Well, so yeah, I think if you're initially so I didn't even know I wanted to be a bull until I was actually like kind of put in the situation. So some people may already know they want to be that and and they want to know how to get into it. So for those people, I would say, you know, if you want to get on apps or whatever else, get on those, get on Reddit but you got to be up upfront about it. Like, yeah, you, cause some people are looking for first time bulls. You know, some people are looking for a bull that's, you know, initially getting into it because they want to feel comfortable with somebody who's not experienced like them. Yeah. Obviously there's couples out there that want the experience as well, but there's, like I said, there's just as many that want that, you know, first time bull or that, you know, whatever else. I also think, you know, your personality matters. Like, you know as much as like i said like dick size isn't always the deciding factor so like you know the dick doesn't always decide like you got to bring the personality you got to bring the confidence you got to bring that to the table because that piece is i would say more defining of a bull than like how big your dick is
0: right it's the attitude
2: you know what i mean like that's that's a huge huge piece to it
0: yeah that's interesting
2: and so I would get on those, I would be upfront and truthful and, you know, she would hit, so there's a lot of people out there, a lot of people connect.
0: But how you know, do you advertise if, on Reddit? I still haven't got that answer. I don't understand. Well, so I don't,
2: yeah, I guess, I don't know if I advertise really, but like, so, you know, you can go on Reddit and like, for example, there's a, a post or thread or whatever that's Hot Wife. Yeah. And people post all these pictures and videos of either their Hot Wives with bulls or just their Hot Wives in general. Yeah. And they're, they have their, you know, uh, Reddit name and you can click on it and it's like a profile page. It has pictures and videos and what they're looking for and into and,
1: oh.
2: you know, if they have an OnlyFans, which I'm not necessarily a fan of, but, you know, they have all that stuff there. And then you can, you know, become friends with them, chat back and forth with them, you know, figure out where each other are, if you can travel, whatever else. And then, you know, kind of go from there. You can build a a list of people, basically.
0: Yeah. And so so that I would say is the best one way. for me. You met yes. a lot of couples that way.
2: Yes. Prior to that, it was definitely Craigslist, and then more recently, I've got i tried because I've actually talked to another bull I met through Reddit, and he had he had recommended FetLife.
0: So you have a profile um, so I, there.
2: And so yeah, I, I have a profile there. That one's it's fine, like, but for me, I, I would say you know, and for whatever reason, everybody has their you know favorite donut or whatever mine just happens to be reddit
0: well let me ask you this in case there's any couples out there listening you know they want to do a fly you out or, or they live in your town i don't know where you're from but would you want to give a shout out to your reddit or do you want to keep that private i mean it's up to you i don't really care
2: um no i mean i, I yeah i can shout it out if they listen it's uh it's ct sloan ct
0: sloan um, s-l-o-a-n
2: it's uh C-T, SL. O-A-N. Yep. And it's on FetLife and on uh, Reddit.
0: Okay, cool. So if anyone's looking for a white bull, because I think that there are a lot of couples looking for that. Do you find that you get hit up a lot or are you typically the one going and looking?
2: Um, I mean, for the most part, I'm probably the one looking. You know, I think yeah. most of the couples like to be approached by a, a bull. Right. Um, but there's best. There's definitely been couples that have seen a video or a picture or whatever else, and have reached out, and we've chatted, and you know, it clicked. And sometimes it doesn't click. Sometimes it's not a good fit for yeah. for them or for me, whatever it is. Like, yeah. And you know, to each his own. I don't. I I don't take any offense to like rejection. I hope couples don't take offense to, you know, my rejections. But you know, it is what it is.
0: How do you reject? Like, because you know, you go, you meet the couple. You say you like to meet them ahead of time. That's where you're going to decide whether, oh, maybe I don't want to move forward with this. And then how does that happen?
2: Yeah. So, yeah, one of my requirements is like I need to meet or at least talk to yeah the husband and wife either together or, or at different times, whatever it may be, before the actual act goes down. Yeah. I need to do that. If they don't want to do that, that for me is kind of like a flag where... So you want me to come over to your house, but you don't want to meet or talk.
0: Right.
2: That It's kind of like a red flag for me. You know, I think the old me that first got into it would be like, screw it and just head over. But like, you know, I'm more picky now. I'm I'm more, you know, privacy driven, discreet, you know, whatever else. So that's definitely a big one for me. Also, I feel like a couple, if you're truly interested, I feel like a couple would want to meet. Right. You know, before. Like, I feel like, you know, obviously there's people that are out there are very trusting and and naive and whatever else, but I feel like a meet before for both parties is is good. Yeah. So, that for me is like one of the big things.
0: But when you meet them and you're not interested, how do you let them down?
2: So, we talk right there. I usually don't necessarily let them down like right at that moment. Of
1: course. If I'm not going to
2: do it. You know, we talk, we, you know, feel each other out. Usually I go home, I sleep on it. And then, I'll reach out in the next, you know, couple days or whatever. And then just say, listen, not sure if it's a good fit, you know, whether it's because of physical attraction or vibe or, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, that's kind of like how I usually operate. Um, you know, but I've had couples before that met and be like, Oh, listen, we're looking for a little bit of a younger bull, or we're looking for a little bit of an older one, or we're looking for, you know, a black guy or whatever else. Yeah, And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Great. And you know, i honestly, sometimes I even try to connect them. I said, Oh, I'll go on my page. Cause like, you know, there's some other bulls that are on there that you know, right. follow me or whatever else. And like, you know, so I have no problem with, 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 you know, finding them what they're looking for.
0: Right. Right. You're cool. Now, besides me and all my listeners, we all now know of your lifestyle and what you do. Does anybody in your life, like any close friends, I know some of your exes know because you were straight up with them, but do you tell anybody about what you do? Uh,
2: no, no, not one person. Uh, interesting. <laughs> the, uh, no, and uh, actually a lot of my exes, so where I live now, I've I, I moved here. Yeah. Um, And previously, all my exes who know, are from an area where I wasn't from initially anyway. So this is kind of like my second move, yeah. I would say yeah. for work. So where I grew up at home, they, nobody has any idea. Right. No clue. And also like, I didn't have all of this, you know, Reddit and FetLife stuff going on when I was with these other women in relationships. Yeah. So they don't even know like probably that piece of it because I never had it when I was with them because it was earlier on. So as far as they're concerned, like, yeah, they used to date a guy younger that wanted to be the bull, and then that was it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, nobody knows at all. None of your friends. So, no. Right. And so, people at work, standing next to you, they have no idea. that, 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 that And that's what I'm always kind of saying on my show. Like, you know, these are the types of things that people... Can t- not everybody's doing this right it's not like oh the majority of people are all having these kind of cra- you know interesting lives. but people do and you don't know right it's like,
2: yeah no clue yeah. i mean and, and and flip it around you could be sitting next to a or sitting next to a couple at a bar that you have no idea that they're a, a swinging couple or yeah. a hot wife couple or a stag and a vixen or you know on and on and so on like you you have no idea people you work with like it's the same thing and i think actually that's kind of like a thing that's intriguing to me and i have to like reel myself in sometimes because being in the lifestyle sometimes i i i i don't say get my hopes up but i'm like oh wow maybe they are like and i almost like talk myself into because i'm in the lifestyle like and i've been lucky about meeting couples out that they might be
0: right you see it in everybody you're like oh there i yeah, think they exactly. are too yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, so a great, that's a great way to put it like yeah. oh
2: yeah she's friendly and she's nice oh maybe and i'm like oh i gotta reel myself in sometimes yeah. like okay they can just be friendly and nice and not want to have a bull fuck their Why? you know what i mean like
0: yeah exactly what is your perfect like scenario in the future for you look like Is it that you really want to meet a partner and a girl that would be down with this and, you know, partner up? Or are you, like, is it that you just live this kind of lifestyle forever?
2: I I don't know. It's tough. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, I go back and forth. Like, I don't think, I don't think I would, I would have to find, like, some type of cuck queen, I think. Yeah. I don't think I could live a regular, like, life, I guess. You know, like, with... Monogamous one. And, yeah. I, I just, and I'm not a cheater, but like, I just don't think I can like live in that world, at least for too long. So I think I would need something along those lines. Uh, and you know, at the same time, like I'm kind of a person that's content with like being like alone. Yeah. Like uh-huh. I don't necessarily need somebody. Yeah. Yeah so yeah i mean i guess i'm I'm just i want to play it by hot wife couple
0: yeah So yeah, yeah. it works for you now have you ever developed any kind of feelings i mean have you had long-term any kind of long-term relationships with any of these couples
2: oh yeah absolutely i've had long-term ones um i think my longest was probably like a two-year yeah uh and it was great like it was awesome i just uh you know, for whatever reason, I think they might have moved or whatever else. So, you know, things come up, life comes up, you know, if they have kids or whatever else, sometimes they like to get in and out of the lifestyle. So a lot of things come up. But I think probably, the, yeah, I had a two-year one that was that was the longest. And like I said, now I like more like of a consistent situation.
0: Right. So you prefer, you like stuff like that. You like to have, develop those relationships and keep them.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily need to go out with the husband and drink beer and watch football. Yeah, yeah. You know, but like I, I do like to have a some type of little bit of a personal connection. Like they don't need to tell me too much about their life necessarily and, and vice versa, but like I need a I need some type of connection or commonality or, or whatever it may be because that does intensify the the hot wife relationship.
0: Right. Yeah, and I'm sure there, there are a lot of couples that you meet that that's a requirement for them too. So you're the perfect bull for them because it's oh, probably sure. the opposite goes down all the time, right? There's a lot of bulls are just like one and done that I don't really want to hang around and, you know, the couples that do that doesn't work. So you're perfectly suited for that couple that I've talked to and, you know, and every couple's different, like I said, but I've definitely talked to the, a lot of couples that are like, we want to. Meet the person up front. We don't just want to hop in bed with them. We want to keep that relationship ongoing because I think the sex gets better for a variety of reasons. One, because yes. of what you said, there's just a connection there. Two, because you know what each other likes. So you could really hone in on it. And eventually, you know, that just to me, sex just gets better with somebody the more you do it. Absolutely. So you are but Don't like, get me wrong. Like, I'm not going st- to... Not do a like one it, and done.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. If, if the situation is right and I'm attracted and I feel like a good vibe, yeah, well, I'll do it. Yeah. My thing is, like, if I don't necessarily feel like a great connection and the vibe is just like, okay, yeah, that I might not just, like, uh, do a one-time couple for, you know, just to get off where yeah. I can find a more consistent or have, already have a more consistent couple, Yeah, you know, around.
0: Now, um, you know, I do pictures on Patreon. Typically, I ask uh, the women because I think more people are interested in seeing what they look like. Would you be interested in sending a since you have so many pics, right? You probably have them on your fa- your Reddit. I don't know. But like, would you be interested in sending in a anonymous pic for my Patreon so people could see if they want to see what the white bull looks like? Not your face. Yeah, like not a, a dick, not a pic of your dick. Like you know, I don't, I don't no. post pro- Like I don't post X-rated stuff. It could be R-rated, but you know, like a a you know a a pic. My black bulls have done have sent it. In.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll look and see. Um, okay. I, yeah, as long as there's no face and no, you know, there's like, no face. Like no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, show's I, anonymous. I yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't uh, have a problem with it. So I'll look and see what I have. Like I said, I don't like, I don't necessarily post a ton of pics or videos yeah just because like if i have a video from a hot wife i always ask permission like is it okay to of course, post this because yeah it's not like I, i'm not gonna and vice versa hopefully you know. yeah but i i i always ask if they say no you know no means no
0: yeah
2: and you know and that's it so i don't necessarily i have videos but i don't necessarily post all of them or pictures or whatever else but the ones i do are are from couples or hot wives that are that are okay and for the most part Their faces are, or any type of body part that would be, you know, recognizable, is not in it. So of
0: course, yeah, but no, and I won't even. Also on my Patreon, the other thing I don't do and won't do is post pics of other people that don't aren't in the know. So I would never want a picture of you, and I don't think that's what you were saying, but I would never want a picture of you with like a hot wife or someone, even if their face wasn't into it, because it has to be only pics of people who no and they're anonymous so just like one pick of you like your, are you know that you want to submit and i'll post it on my patreon people could see that now i do think that this is going to be you might meet some couples or a cock queen who knows uh, that that, maybe yeah. yeah yeah you don't know um i don't know where ct is you could you know when you find him on reddit or fat life you could ask him uh we'll keep that private but if people want to you know, get to know you more if you're a couple listening and you're like, oh, he's like the perfect white bull. Cause I do think you're like a great white bull for a couple out there. Like I said, you're a professional. And what I mean by that is you, you know, you've been doing this a long time. You know how to do it well. You've learned the hard way and every other way and you got it down. So if there's other couples out there that they also know what they want and it's in line with you, cause they now know everything that you're into. Go find CT. He's on Fat Life and Reddit, CT Sloan. I'm going to put that in the description so you could go look him up. Let me know, CT, if you get any hits from my audience. I think you probably will. I mean, a lot of people listen to my show, so keep me posted. Thank you so much for calling in. I found a lot of, like, you know, your stories were super interesting, and I think you gave a, a, a really unique not unique like but i just don't think i've had a lot of bulls on you know i've had a lot of cocks so this is like the white bull story uh and i thought it, i think it was like really interesting and people are going to learn some stuff so thanks so well, yeah, much thank for you sharing. for having me on
2: yeah and I, great. Uh, I do follow your podcast uh, I'm, I'm a subscriber it's awesome uh, i will definitely you know comment on the uh youtube on the on the youtube video for sure uh and i i um i wanted to come on because i did see there was a lot of you know cucks yeah and i think you have a couple black bulls and hopefully i represented the white bulls good enough
0: yeah uh, i love yes i think you did a a really good job of giving that overview and really explaining things that i think i have never discussed and we've never we didn't nobody has heard that take you know and so i think it's i think people will find that interesting and when if you want to know how interesting they find it do go to the youtube because that's where people will comment so You know, I think that that's awesome. Thanks, CT. Thanks so much for calling in. Sounds great. Thank you for having me. Okay, bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube